it's actually uh, technically more men. But when I look uh-huh. through, I'm like, we just have like all of these goddesses looking for their wonderful matches. And I think it's, you know, that there's like the proverbial meme going around where it's like, ooh, unvaxxed sperm is like Bitcoin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Otto Gomes Crypto Show. My name is Otto Gomes. I'm your host. Today, we have a very special guest that has created something beautiful. I love it. I think it's amazing. I think it's it's needed. It's going to be needed for sure in these next few years, I believe. Um, and it is Shelby Thompson. She created Unjected.com. And I have a very special little video I want to show you guys here first they hate me and you know what you can't they come up with a new dating site i'm single i have to go on that site where the unvaccinated i can't go on the other one what's yeah. the, what is they, they, what site is that yeah it's called it's called unjected unjected.com it's a dating site. are you teasing yeah. me no i swear to god it's a dating site called unjected you I have to join because if i go to the other one they go kill me no, they, you're teasing me. I'm going to look this up right now while you're look saying it. Unjected. Unjected. But I'm trying to figure out how they go figure out if they injected, injected or not. They go <laughs> Oh, it is a dating site. Dating friendship, pro-medical freedom, unjected testimony. Oh, my God. This is so interesting. You better join. Oh, you're assuming I need. You're assuming I need to date. Maybe I need friendship. No, <laughs> you're funny. I'm be all right. That's injected. Um, it was created by two moms in Hawaii, Shelby and Heather, during the height of the vaccine rollout of spring 2021. After dealing with slander in the media, they have now grown to an ever multiplying 110,000 members in 85 different countries around the world in pursuit of love, friendships, community business connections, and even blood directories and fertility directories to find donors that are free from experimental synthetic mRNA injections to protect the integrity of the control group population. Injector was founded with a goal to help men and women better connect in a world of medical discrimination and censorship. Injector believes that we all have a lot in common when it comes to being conscious about our choices, and they think that there is great connections to be made when like-minded people are gathered in the same social space Ladies and gentlemen, Shelby Thompson. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for that intro. That was the best one yet. <laughs> uh, people love my intros. <laughs> Thank you, so Shelby. Me. <laughs> yes. Um, first off, Thank you for what you created. Thank you for the energy that you put into it. Thank you for your energy that you're pushing out of your body right now. I, I can see it. You're just vibrating. Um, <laughs> So let's get into this a little bit. What is your journey to this point? And what was your red pill moment that, you know, first off, shook you out of the matrix, but also inspired you to create this website? 
Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to have to like rewind that pretty far back. And, you know, a lot of you might remember, it sounds kind of silly, but that, you know, old time documentary, Zeitgeist. Ah, that my was, favorite. That was my red pill moment. <laughs> that was the moment. And actually, I think the Zeitgeist probably red pilled so many people that we can, can't even count. But, you know, it was a, definitely a long time coming where I always was that outspoken voice saying, hey, you know, 9-11 was planned or, you know, this or that, you know, and when I became a, a mom six years ago, I had really dove deep into, you know, the history of vaccination and, you know, big pharma and really what was going on and how they've actually essentially, you know, been poisoning people for a very long time. And, you know, this, this mRNA shot that we were seeing coming out in 2021 wasn't wasn't the first time that they had experimented on the population. And so that was that was definitely like my red pill moments were were long ago. So when 2020 rolled around, I was, you know, watching everything unfold. And I was like, Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be serious. <laughs> and of course, 2021 rolls around, we're seeing, you know, friends, family on social media, posting their pictures with their vaccine cards or little selfies. And, you know, for me at the time, it was pretty mortifying just to watch everybody just going one way or the other, or even, you know, not heed any, any warnings or, or worries that people had had. And it was, you know, it just seemed like everyone at that moment had just kind of run out and gotten that, you know, experimental vaccine and or not even a vaccine injection. Mm. And so it was, uh, of course, coincidentally, not so coincidentally at the time, hundreds of thousands of women start reporting having menstrual changes after being with a vaccinated partner, being in an office building that has a lot of close contact with vaccinated individuals or even being vaccinated themselves. So, you know, anecdotally, this was really becoming an evident issue. Mm. And so uh, Pfizer had started releasing some of their initial clinical trials where they were talking about exposure to a trial participant and exactly what does that mean? And one of the, one of the sections on there is actually talking about exposure to pregnancy. And they say, you know, please report if, if you had exposure in pregnancy, and this includes inhalation or skin contact with any trial participant within 30 days before conception, which I oh, thought wow. was really interesting. And a lot of people, you know, kind of didn't know about this. And, you know, that, that brought up the topic of shedding, which was a really, you know, hot topic in the beginning of 2021. Because we were, of course, on the, the Freedom Truth community being told that we were spreading misinformation when really we were just kind of ahead of the curve of what this spike protein was actually doing. And so, you know, I actually I went to my co-founder, Heather, and I said, hey, I have this really wild idea. Uh, and do you want to join along on the ride? And she said, yeah, absolutely. And, and so that's when we uh, just dove in really deep and we, we created Injected actually as, a, as an app originally in 2021. Mm -hmm. And we were on Apple Store and Google Play Store. And uh, then we really faced some problems with censorship. And so that's actually we were, we were deleted off of Apple Store. Google started sending us, uh, you know, misinformation flags every single day. Did they give so, you any reason behind that or was it just random? So, well, so Apple said that we just inappropriately refer to the pandemic. <laughs> so that's really broad range. <laughs> what does that even mean? I know. They, 
they would uh, they would go through and they would circle what we had done. We had introduced a social feed, you know, similar to like Facebook or Instagram, where you could go and have you know open discourse and talk about what everyone talk about, and that's what really got us into trouble because app testers would go through, which were just regular you know individuals with their own opinions, and they would read these things and they would instantly send it to Apple and Google and say, Hey, you got a flag. Instantly they get triggered and then they send it to Apple. (laughs) Exactly. Triggered. And they would circle stuff in red and, you know, like even to the point where somebody's profile would say, uh, so happy to be unvaccinated. And they would circle that in red. They'd send it to me and they'd say, as a developer, you need to delete this content or you need to delete this person. And I was having no part of that. And so they just said, okay, well, you can't, you can't be in our space anymore, uh, which I was fine with. So, so we had to kind of, uh, you know, weasel our way around the censorship, but we've, we've recently gone web-based. So just like you had mentioned, now we're on unchected.com. <laughs> I love it. So, so you, I was going to, that was going to be my next question. If you had issues with censorship, um, have, has that continued? Have, have you yeah. seen any shifts in that? Um, so yeah, tell me how it is now with censorship. Well, I think, you know, 2021 was like really hot and heavy with the censorship, but it, it has election year, election year, yeah. you know, the, the 2020, right. 2021 election year, that was like hot, hot. Yeah. So yeah, Every you couldn't talk about it. Every checker was on full time, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I've, I've, I've still noticed lingering censorship, you know, even when we were building the .com website, my uh, private Google documents, you know, that I would make would actually get flagged as phishing spam. So I would send what? it to my, my business partner and it would say, you, do you want to open this document? It contains harmful information. And these are private Google documents. And, uh, you know, even, even my, just my phone and my computer, everything's always been a little off, you yeah. know, uh, I, that's all I could really say, but you know, we've been on, deleted on Instagram eight times alone and that's a badge of honor in my opinion uh if you can get one in you got eight <laughs> eight we restarted many times over uh so yeah no the censorship has been thick and uh you know even to to today where you know our dot com the media loves to you know slander us and, and talk lots of smack and but but we're used to it by now <laughs> I actually, you're right. I actually saw another post you guys made. Um, it was, uh, on, let me see if I can pull it up here. Um, it was the most recent, like there was like a, a video that you come, you put together of a bunch of, um, things that they were talking about, about unjust. What are they saying? What are they saying? Cause I, I looked at it real quick and I haven't gotten into try to research it and see what they're actually saying. You're but. probably, you're probably talking about the one with, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Uh, yeah. Had, that beginning yeah, part. He did a bit on Unjected, uh, which, you know, I'm not surprised. He's such a sellout. But uh, what had happened is uh, there's a few articles about it. It was it was actually the week that we launched the dot com. We had this is all very technical, so maybe some people won't understand what I'm saying here. But we had a demo server and we have a live server, which, uh, you know, has different things on each of them. And we were making changes so quickly that we were, you know, updating the live server, basically, I mean, every hour upon the day, uh, adding in new changes that, you know, we saw arise. And there was this, basically this kid, like a super hacker who just thought it would be really fun to mess with us while we were in the middle of this transition. 
And so he hacked into our demo server. He didn't actually go into our real website whatsoever. And he made all these uh, false claims, you know, that he was able to, uh, you know, charge people. And I mean, at the time, we don't even have a payment system. So all of it was just like complete lies. And he just went to a, a you know, a, a reporter and was like, hey, I got this really awesome story for you. And and they just like went wild with it. And so yeah. then it turned into this interesting Jimmy Fallon skit where he added on all sorts of fakeness. But either way, we were stoked with the airtime. <laughs> hey, the- you know, I always say like, um, especially nowadays, like any any news is pretty much good news when it comes to capitalism right. and making money. I mean, you know, exactly. It's like just getting in front of the eyes of the people. So thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jimmy. So yeah, they were trying to make fun of us like, oh, the anti-vaxxers don't know how to make a website, you know, darn them. Uh, but we're like, guys, this is uh, fake, news. <laughs> fake news. My goodness, my goodness. Um, so I, quick question just about like um, everything that's happening. What what yeah. What is your thoughts in in what's happening in this world right now? Um, you know, uh, I always say that, that there's, that there's two stories, two narratives here that are going on. There's the mainstream narrative of, yeah. of the, of what's happening globally. And then there's like this other narrative that you can only see the narrative if you do the work to connect the dots. Uh, but what is, what is your perspective on everything? Well, that's a great question. You know, for me, I try not to get too like, I think what's the word they call it like black pilled where you're just like, Ooh, so <laughs> negative about it. You're I, like, I've let go of that one. It's a, I call it gold pill now. <laughs> gold pill. That's great. Yeah, Gold pilling myself. <laughs> you like have too much information that you have to kind of digest and sit with and go, right, right. wow, is this really happening all around me? And, you know, I, I want to say that it was an innocent thing, but I of course don't feel that way. I do think that this was very planned for a long time. I think it was a, you know, a massive psychological operation that they've managed to convince, you know, millions of people and to, you know, basically essentially take a a bioweapon if you want my personal real deep down opinion. And I think it's a shame because now as the evidence comes forward, people are really going to start having to come to grips with what has happened. And, you know, the realization that, you know, they may have actually done this to themselves and their family members. And, you know, there's been like a lot of ostracization and slander and hate, uh, you know, kind of back and forth, truly. But at the end of the day, you know, it all came from love and everybody just wanted to protect each other, whatever that meant. And, you know, even on our side, we wanted to protect them from that. So mm. I think it's just something that we're all going to have to the open arms to our family and friends that did take this vaccine that are going to, you know, be suffering perhaps consequences from that. And we're going to have to say, you know, we're here for you. Uh, but at the same time, I do believe that it's a serious, serious enough situation that as a control group population, we really do need to take this uh, into consideration that, you know, this is a a potential, not even potential. This is a gene modifier and protecting the future generation is very important. And, you know, we don't know enough yet. So it, I think, you know, finding safe resources, finding safe partners, that's really key for people right now um, mm. in so many more ways than one. So I know it's kind of a, a ramble, but uh, I know that we're all going to have to come together again, uh, you know, and, and heal, but you know, it's been wild to see what's transpired. 
Let's talk a little bit about the, the site. Um, you have 110,000 members. I didn't even know that until I went and went into your website and started digging mm-hmm. deep. That's amazing. That is a that is a feat in and of itself in the amount of time that you've exi- existed. Thank um, you. But I see something interesting here. You have you ha- you now have 110,000 people that are part of that control group. <laughs> right. um, that you can tap into for data for information. Um, do you have plans to to do to dive deeper into that, like through questions, through surveys, or whatever? That's a great question. Um, actually, there's a, a, an organization called the Vax Control Group, uh, and they are in Europe, and it's actually someone we've been working. Uh, with and collaborations and they actually are on that's a it's exactly what they do their control group of uh, individuals they uh, you know accept that they're going to keep checking back in with health information mm-hmm. and, you know status updates over the course of years and they've you know hired uh, data data analyzers to you know actually break this down and come up with the you know control group study so that is something that yeah is definitely being worked on um you know i think for us we we've, we've definitely just kind of been leaning more towards the connection and, and helping people uh, find each other but as you know i think time goes on we've we have been at least i'm very concerned about the the state of the blood bank system and mm. you know exactly what that means and so i think that will mean uh injected diving a little bit deeper into the medical realm as we figure out how to actually navigate creating that into into reality uh, which is uh, you know it's an everest of a task but uh, i love what you're doing because what you've done is is you've created a door you've opened a door that unpoliticizes uh well i mean i guess not unpoliticizes but but uh, uh it's like um the political shame that comes with discussing on the mainstream narrative, at least on um, discussing vaccine, you've, you've removed it because like, Hey, I'm serious, man. I'm not going to get into a relationship with you. If I know that you yeah. took this thing and it's a very, like, this is very real. Cut um, and dry. <laughs> cut and dr- it's very cut and dry. So yeah. it's like introducing that, uh, those questions that you can pull that kind of data from in this environment. It's almost as it's like you said, like, yeah, they're, they're, I feel like you're, the people are going to be way more willing to give up or, or, or give the information ongoing. Right. Um, now, my question is, uh, do you do you how do you filter? Like, what is your process of filtering the people that are coming in? Um, you know, with uh, they say yes or no to the injected or even even the other part of this. Uh, if they're just there for sex, if they just want to do, you know, right. is that okay? Is that is that part of the ecosystem? So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so you know, as well, it's really grown and shifted over the course of time. But you know, we do have uh, profile options for everybody, so it doesn't matter kind of what you're looking for, because we know the vaccinated community is large and and there's so many different types of characters, right? So you can choose uh, profile options for dating or friendships. We also have community. And then as time grew, we actually started getting uh, people reaching out that said, you know, I I was vaccinated and I'm extremely regretful and I realize what I've done. Am I allowed to join Unjected? And we kind of scratched our heads and we're like, Interesting. Well, you know, is it's not within our realm to just, to tell somebody, you know, what medical freedom is to them. And, you know, not everybody has the same affliction with 
a vaccinated partner. Maybe they just wanted somebody that was always mandate free. And, you know, not everybody shares oh, that. There's layers thing. to this. I didn't even think about there's that. It's layers. like vaccine mandates, lockdowns, like all these things. <laughs> So it's like, you know, for me, yeah, I would, I would never be with a vaccinated individual, but maybe that's not the same for someone else. They just want somebody that was always supporting their freedom. So we did introduce a profile category called Vax Afflicted because we do feel like it is an affliction. Uh, so you, if you are a vaccinated individual, you, you can join, uh, but we, you know, we ask you to be honest. And so really, you know, Unjected has been just a good faith-based system where, you know, everybody is just claiming to be unvaccinated and it's not like we can say uh you know give us your unvaccination cards but right. you know it seems like it, you know if someone was trying to be malicious they don't actually go through the process of the whole sign up and then verifying their email address and then you know going back in and then seeing the community it's like by that time they're like okay you know forget it i don't, yeah, I, don't I'd be, I was wondering like what would what would be the nefarious right uh what would want somebody want, you know, from creating like a profile the majority of the population on their side. So it's like, you know, there's not really a point for them to, and we haven't had any issues with that. Uh, in our last survey that I did, I, we did ask who was unvaccinated and who was vaxxed and our responses were, um, 83% were unvaccinated and 13% claimed vax afflicted. So I actually thought that was really interesting. Um, but, you know, we do ask that individuals who claim that profile status, uh, you know, the, the blood bank category and the fertility categories are strictly for uh, our our control group. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so you, you, you definitely you have an honor system, but you try to be clear about the, you know, what you're including into your profile so that right. you're not cross mixing stuff. That's interesting. Um, so take me just really quick through the process of matching. Like, what is it? Is it like Tinder where I'm like, swipe, swipe left, swipe right? Uh, how, <laughs> so how does it actually app. work? <laughs> the app, definitely, we had like the swipe action. But so on the new uh, website, basically, you can fill out different interests, uh, which we have lots of really fun ones that are not going to be like you've seen another. <laughs> like superficial, sites. like... But uh, you know, fast cars. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we wanna, you know, who wants to go live off grid, uh, homesteading, you know, we've got toxic free lifestyle. Our, our interests are very interesting. <laughs> so basically that. you can, uh, you know, choose your star sign, you know, if you have children, what you're looking for, you know, what, you know, all your different, uh, you know, P's and Q's. And then basically when you go into connections feature, it will, uh, you know, the algorithm will filter out people that, you know, also share the same interests. And so, but you can, you know, edit it however you'd like. So if you, yeah. if you want to search outside your realm, you, you totally can. <laughs> I just interviewed someone that does uh, human design and I wonder if that would be a good, uh, yeah, a variable. You've never heard of human design? <gasps> no. I might, oh, I might know. Got, you got to listen to this podcast that I just did. His name is Marco oh. Reiki. Um, it's this, it's this, uh, think of human design as like taking astrology, numerology, like all these different other tools that have existed yes. for a long time and putting it all together. And it created oh, this really like, that. yeah, it's really mean. interesting. Like the ultimate matchmaking system. <laughs> Cause I was talking to him about like, you know, creating business teams or like, um, you know, cause, uh, uh, human design, it, 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 it shows the person's flow, like where they flow specifically. So like, right. I wouldn't stick somebody that flows in doing you know, backend stuff 
into doing creative stuff. You know, they, right. they, they're, they're going to have to try harder with the creative where they're just flowing in the back end. Um, so that'd be an interesting variable to add. Yeah. Very cool. Love that. Um, so question, um, do we need more good men or do we need more good women? What is your perspective based on everything that you, <laughs> you've yeah, seen? That's really funny. Um, well, if, if I was like, just going to look, if I was going to narrow it down and look at it injected, we have like a ton of like babes looking for good men on there. I was <laughs> going to ask what, what is it? Is it more women that are on your app or is it more women? Honest, it's, it's actually, uh, technically more men. But when I look uh -huh. through, I'm like, we just have like all of these goddesses looking for their wonderful matches. And I think it's, you know, that there's like the proverbial meme going around where it's like, Ooh, unvaxxed sperm is like Bitcoin. And it's like, <laughs> yes. I being kind of guys, but like one guy could have enough sperm for the whole population. So it's like, they're still going to be picky. <laughs> That's so true. Be... I didn't even think, you know, cause I've been saying that myself cause I'm the crypto guy and I'm like, yeah, sperm is going to be the new Bitcoin. But yeah, you're right. A man can create, there's no limitation. There's no limitations. <laughs> One good guy could impregnate the whole population. That's true. So That's so need, true. You still have to be a good quality guy. <laughs> so For sure. I mean, uh, I would say it's down the middle. You know, there's, everybody's looking for their quality partner. I think it became a lot easier actually post 2020 and 21 because it eliminated a lot of those silly questions right out of the gate, you know, like, what do you do? What do you, you know, what are your hobbies? It's like, Hey, are you unvaccinated? Do you, do you support freedom? Are you going to mandate, you know, communism? Like there's, it's really gotten pretty easy. <laughs> I love, I love that. That's a great, that's a great perspective that you just shared there. Um, it, it, it literally, it's like, Oh man, that's interesting. It's like, uh, cause I haven't dated in seven years, probably six years now. So I don't know what the conversation actually is, but it sounds like the conversation is more to the point. There's no beating right. around the bush anymore. Right. Is that, am I right? Are you, yeah. It's like, are you going to be my apocalypse partner? Are we, <laughs> are, we in this are you, are together? we, are we going to the bunker together? Are we doing <laughs> yeah. that? If we're not, you, then let's just stop right here. <laughs> do you know how to hunt? I'm going to start canning. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a great point. You know, with everything that's happening, it's like, um, it's almost like prepare for anything, let go of expectations. Right. There's yes. so much happening in the world, so much chaos in mainstream that it's almost like, you know, it's like overstimulation. And so yeah. it's like, you really have to think about, yeah, anything's possible right now, man. Aliens, I don't know. <laughs> I well, tell people, knows? I'm like, use injected while we have the internet because they might just take that from us real soon. And <laughs> so we got to create I our own while we can. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I, you know, that's the thing. Like it, the theme, in my opinion, is we're taking back our power. Yeah. Um, you know, we're slowly becoming aware of the repercussions of having centralized power. Yeah. That's no good. So we need the to bring it back. Power. Monopolize power. Mm -hmm. um, what are you, what is your perspective on toxic masculinity? What does that mean to you? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I would say it's been mislabeled, you know, because I think that masculinity in, in general displays a lot of those traits that, mm. you know, people try to call toxic when it's really more being powerful and being courageous and being, you know, standing in your truth. And I think that's intimidating to some people. So they're like, Oh, that's 
toxic masculinity. Um, you know, I think it can be toxic, of course, just like anything can, you know, being too feminine can be a toxic thing too. So, uh, I do think that we probably need a little more of it in the society. We need men, more men saying this is bullshit and being more toxically masculine. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I yeah. think there's, um, there's a very fine line. You know, I, I, I think everybody, both men and women have both. We have right. both masculine and feminine inside of us all. Women have more feminine, a little less masculine. Um, and men have more, more masculine, a little less, less feminine. What, ha what I'm noticing is happening is that they're maybe because of lifestyle choices, the food they're eating, the indoctrination yeah. from mainstream media, there's an imbalance of those energies in the individuals, in the men and the mm -hmm. women. And so it's like, you're having more masculine women attracting more feminine men. <laughs> yeah. And birth um, control is a huge part of that. And even if you want to dive really deep into it, you know, uh, vaccination, ch these routine childhood vaccinations were all created off of stem cell lines from male and female embryos. And that's oh. actually how they were created, uh, you know, these vaccines. And so essentially, you know, we've been injecting boys and girls with DNA with the wrong chromosomes for a long time. And that would, you know, I think make a lot of changes to the human body and, and to, you know, to society. If we're injecting young boys with a bunch of X chromosomes, what what's going to happen or females with Y chromosomes, um, you know, and then we could go super Alex Jones and talk about what's going on in the water. And, you know, we've got, it was it atrazine, uh, you know, that makes atrazine, atrazine, atrazine with the frog, the frog experiment. Yeah. Right. So uh, this I is all very real. Uh, you know, you know, your stuff, you know, your stuff. That's <laughs> we good. We dive deep over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to, if you're talking about injected, you know, like, uh, knowing the, di the different type of people that you're going to bring into your space. True. <laughs> um, so I'm the crypto guy, so I have to ask these questions, but have you looked at crypto at all and, and what it can, how it can in, be incorporated into your app? To be honest, I don't know. I really don't know much about it. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm like, I know it exists. I know that it's like, uh, you know, the parallel system outside mm -hmm. of what we're working with. But yeah, I don't know enough about it, but I know that people have asked uh, if it will be like an option for like, you know, paying for subscriptions and in the future too. So yeah, I gotta, I gotta like dive deeper and, and know more. I gotta know my stuff. Yeah. I, <laughs> I could definitely see you guys doing, uh, cause you know, I'm learning personally about the differences in creating in the public as opposed to the private. And yeah. it's all about that jurisdictional chasm, creating a membership. So, yeah. um, having a blockchain based membership access that, that, uh, I can see that being like an NFT or something that they have to right. have to be able to access the app or the site. Um, an injected NFT. I like that. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be no, an advisor. There I'll be go. an advisor. <laughs> um, well, uh, this is, this is great. Can you, can you share me if, do you think that there is, or there, it, it is possible to be to have a true balance of feminine and masculine in women and men, uh, in this reality, like, is it, is it, is it possible to have, like, is it something that is possible to heal in us moving forward so that we can find that balance or is it futile? Is it something that's like, uh, it's inevitable. Hmm. I think maybe if 
as a whole, we gave up less expectation and we learned to live a little more in the moment, then it would be, it would come easier. I think that, you know, we spend a lot of time micro analyzing maybe what people think of us or, you know, our, the way we're projecting ourselves to other people and how that might be perceived maybe uh, in a judgmental way when really if we're, if we're acting out of our authentic self and, and we're living to our truest potential of what feels best, I think there would be more balance of masculinity and feminine because people would just be, yeah, I think it would naturally happen if we weren't trying to, you know, fit ourselves into, to the molds of you mm. know, what society has put the definition on. Maybe. You know, so, I, so this is actually just start up another question. Um, I feel like Tinder, Bumble, those apps, they're using algorithms to sort of give back what the person is pushing out, right? Totally. They're, they're pushing out a certain energy or a certain vibrate, a certain, uh, based on what they're writing and all that stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like almost if the person isn't aware of their limitations, their traumas, whatever it is, that's, that's making them the way they are then are they just mindlessly attracting the ego connection instead of the true connection? Right. It, kind of like how, how does, yeah, yeah. Is it just yeah. going to be an echo chamber, uh, right. you know, like those. So how does your app work when it comes to, to that kind of thing that I just well, said? Well, so I think that if I was going to like really dive into it, you know, Tinder and Bumble, they've, they've spent millions of dollars trying to make that algorithm be like that, you know, cause they, they want people to have those, you know, dopamine and serotonin hits when they, they want you to be on the app 24 seven. Yeah, basically, That's what they want. Like they want your attention. The most addicted, even down to like the way that the sound, you know, your notification sound comes in, you know, they, they study it to the fullest extent. So I think that they're using these algorithms to yeah, push people that are more like you just because it'll keep you in the cycle of, you know, swiping and and you know you'll go on a failed date and then you'll go back on tinder right so it's just kind of like this malicious cycle so i you know one thing is different yeah we have not spent uh thousands of hours trying to manipulate your brain power uh you know you are a free person to to go on there and, and search however however you want and uh it's also something too that you know we're uh, you're you're close enough to us that you know if you say hey there's you're missing some interests that we really would like. I, I can go in the back end and I add that for people all the time. So we can always edit and alter and change and, and create the space for people uh, to go and find somebody, you know, in a more unique way. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that because, you know, it's um, uh, like any other tool in this reality. If you're not conscious of how you're using the tool, the tool starts using you. Yeah. And then, and then you're just sucked into the tool right. where the way that you're describing it is like, Oh no, you want to make sure that the tool isn't like hounding you. It's like, yeah. okay, no, this, I can go to this tool and use it and, and benefit from it, but not it be coming at me all the time and right. trying to get my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's a, that's a very big difference. Um, you know, when it comes to, to that, that's toxic capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Exactly. <laughs> Right? No, seriously, where you're, where you're manipulating, yeah, toxic psychology, where you're manipulating yeah. for gain or manipulating to to like siphon energy, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's when you become the product, you know. So when you become the product. Data mining you, you know, come back so we can just keep, you know, 
uh, stealing your spirit. <laughs> yeah, take it, taking your attention. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, this is a saying where focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. So that's that's real. I mean, yeah, we're keeping the attention on the thing. You're literally giving it your energy. That's why it feels mm -hmm. uh, it feels exhausting after you, you go through a scrolling, uh, <laughs> you know, scrolling yeah. bit where you're just right. aimlessly scrolling on Instagram or something. Soul sucked. Soul sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, question to you personally, so that people can get to know you a little bit better. What are some daily grounding self-care practices that you do that help you become this vibrant person that you are? Oh, that's nice. Well, I do have three children, so my life is absolutely wild. I've got a five-year-old, a two-year-old, and a three-month-old. So I, I definitely uh, struggle. Very active. Finding <laughs> grounding. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I know uh, how important that is. So I would say one thing I... I always try to say, I, I mean, besides my children waking up early, I love to wake up with the sunrise. I feel like it's a really healthy uh, way that makes me feel the most in, you know, oneness. I, you know, I love to like wake up with the sun and drink my coffee and just, you know, feel that moment of, okay, here's the day. Uh, but, you know, as far as, as being grounded, I, I love, I, I think really is just kind of taking steps back and just saying, you know, whatever I'm feeling in this moment is either a lesson for me, you know, mm -hmm. to, to expand inside of myself. Like if I'm feeling, you know, oh, I'm out in the world and I'm like feeling this frustration or I'm feeling angry. It's like, okay, I need to take a step back and I need to figure out what inside me is, you know, doing this. Right. So I think those are the, the ways that I find grounding is just taking the extra moment to have a deep breath and just say, okay, like recalibrate the system and and go on and go forth um but i also love crystals i got lots of them everywhere so <laughs> love it <laughs> yeah I, I see i see it now uh, yeah. you know all all the regulars too palo santo <laughs> <laughs> no that i'm i can relate to that so much um i i i I've learned so much about myself in the last like 5 6 years one thing that i learned about myself is that i find comfort in chaos like I actually yeah, feel comfortable. I guess me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah. that's like that's like you've done it enough that you're like, oh, this is peaceful now. This oh, is fine. it's like yeah. the meme where he's the like fire. drinking the coffee in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is fine. Everything <laughs> is fine. We're fine. This is totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's great. No, that's uh, that's powerful. That's that's necessary nowadays with how much stimuli is coming at us from technology from everything. Um, it's also yeah, why our, I live on an island. I'm like, as you're far in Hawaii. Away from, <laughs> yes. I'm as far away from society as you can get. That probably is what I should say. That's how I stay grounded. I live in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're pretty, like, you're literally in, in health, inside healthy. The <laughs> I most secluded place on the planet. <laughs> we're Start we're in Hawaii. I live in Maui. Oh, nice. I love yeah. Maui. Beautiful I love Maui. Paia. Paia is yeah. my favorite. Oh, I'm like North Shore. So yeah, I'm like 15 okay. minutes from Paia. Uh, I'm originally from Idaho though. So I'm I'm not from the beautiful island, but I've been here for, for 10 years. So I've come to make it my home now. <laughs> oh, that's your goals. Like I want one day, one day, well, <laughs> one day I'm friends. going out there. You guys can come visit anytime. <laughs> very true. Very true. Like, Unjected retreat. Like where we get like a big beach house and we just like have a big 
freedom retreat and we just invite everybody. Ooh. So <laughs> there's the other question. Are, are you planning any sort of events for the Injecta community? Not at this moment, but I've been getting asked like, hey, are we going to do like a yearly convention or something? Yeah. And I'm like, that would be really fun, actually. So I do want to plan something. It's in my mind and it's going to happen one day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You, I mean, you have, you have, it's you're, you're set. All you got to do is make the event happen. Like if you build it, they literally will right. come. I'll uh, probably it, come to the mainland though. So I could like find, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll center to you guys because I'm so far. <laughs> yeah. Like a central point for everyone. Yeah. yeah. That would be amazing. I would, I would go to that and I'm, I'm with someone just, just to see it, just to see it Perfect. happen. Um, but that's <laughs> powerful. That's, you know, and, that, and I think, I think it's going to be more and more, requested in my opinion as time moves forward the, the more the more those systems that centralized system gets tighter and more difficult and harder to be a part of people are going to start yeah. like i need something different i need to right. i need to i need to get out of this 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 matrix and and that's this actually just inspired um reminded me of of a perspective that was like whoa it feels like with technology and with everything that's happening in the world with the lockdowns and having everybody having to stay inside, it's almost as if the real world has become the metaverse and the metaverse is now becoming the real world. That's so true. And right? very creepy. And creepy. <laughs> yeah, where people are like, they're more worried about what is being said online as yeah. like what is being, ha what happens in real life. It's, it's like, like people will have here. a freak out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where you're just, um worried about your, yeah, your social image, but really it's the, the day to day where you're, you know, w walking around and on the earth and, and living in this planet with the people around you that really matters. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you right there. It's, it's wild to see, uh, you know, here in Hawaii, we, we see, you know, visitors from all over the world. And I mean, mm. lots of them, I think Maui has 80,000 tourists a month, uh, and so we see such a, a melting pot of individuals and it's blatant, you know, they stand out like a sore thumb. It's like that person's plugged into the matrix back home. That person's plugged in. Uh, all of you are super plugged in. Yeah. That is yeah. so true. Actually walking around Paia, I notice exactly that because you can, yeah. I, cause I, 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 I've practiced this where I'm, I'm like the more, veil is like I'll, lifted. Yeah. And then you can see Whoa. like, Oh, that, that person just looked at me in my eyes and smiled. They must be right. from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And everybody else is like, this is like, Oh, they're all visitors. <laughs> Besides the tan. Yeah. That's how you tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where they're like smiling and happy and, 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 and full of life. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, with, so here's another question with everything yeah. that you've researched, everything you've experienced, all the stuff that's happening in the world right now, where do you foresee humanity moving forward in the next few months? Like, where do you see us like 2023? Let's talk about 2023. How do you see things uh, shifting or, or maybe not, maybe they, they go deeper. They, yeah, gosh, well, it could go either way. I think that we're kind of as a society going to be going through a really kind of like dark night of the soul. You know, I think that like a lot of people are going to have to really have this like coming to Jesus moment and be humbled within themselves that what happened was, you know, excuse my language, fucked up. And, you know, now we're, we're going to be, you know, kind of building back the pieces without the ones we don't want anymore. And mm. I, I 
I think that it's going to take a while. I think it's going to take uh, maybe, unfortunately, like a lot of tragedy and, you know, this illness from these from these vaccines before people really like the rose colored glasses come off and they go, you know, everybody that's responsible in, you know, government systems, you know, the people that are really coerced and force these people to, to you know, make these decisions. That's where mm -hmm. we need to kind of uh, put our focus on. We need to stop fighting each other because that's what they want. And we need to direct the focus towards the individuals who are responsible. And so I, I you know, I, I think it's going to be some time coming. I don't think we're quite there yet. You know, I think the water is, is, is warm and we're able to tell people, hey, jump on in. Is, you know, come come join us on, on this path to freedom. But it's it's not quite there yet. But I think we'll get there, hopefully before they try to do Agenda 2030, so. <laughs> <laughs> Please, yes, I hope so. Um, I was, uh, every time I ask this question to the people that interview, it, it's always usually the same response. Like, yeah, it's gonna get much worse before it gets better. Yeah. It has to, it has yeah. to get worse before it gets better. But interestingly enough, the, the same people that I asked, they're excited, right? How do you feel about it? How do you feel about I'm this excited. movement? I'm excited. Yeah, I, I think that what's to come is better than, you know, what we're leaving behind. So I, yeah. I do believe that when, it's, when all the dust settles and we all like, you know, look around and we go, wow, do we all survive this thing? It's going to be, <laughs> you know, uh, coming together and it'll be, you know, we can have that cathartic moment where we can say, you know, wow, we, we survived and we lived this and we know better now to do better for the future generation of children. And um, cause that's really what matters is, is what we're going to leave behind. And so I, I do think that all in all, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's going to help us shift and get, you know, closer to, to the you know 5d, I guess, right. Shift there into our new reality is, um, and being happy humans. <laughs> you either become aware or dive deeper into the fear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's, there's your choices. Um, <laughs> this was great. Thank you so, so much. I really Thank appreciate you. Shelby. You're, you're coming and connecting with me here and, and discussing all of this. Um, one last question. Yes. You you're standing in front of millions of people. You have a few minutes to leave them with something. What do you say? I would say be whoever you want to be, no matter what anybody thinks of you, uh, because there's actually more people like you than you even know. And when you just, you know, break out of your shell and you say, this is my authentic self and this is who I am and I am not ashamed of my beliefs and my opinions and my convictions, and then, you know, the universe opens up for you to say, uh, absolutely. And, you know, receive with all those blessings. So I would just say, be you know that there's so many people like you out there and you can always, uh, find, find your people. Even if you don't feel like you're there yet, they are out there and you can find them. So that's probably what I would leave with people. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so, so much, Shelby. This was very awesome, powerful little interview here. I mean, I, I wanted to do this with you so bad because I actually had a lot of people ask me about like yeah. they literally asking me where can we find people that aren't are, are in, in, uh, vaccinated? They're using like your comment thread as a, a dating match. <laughs> literally, because I, I I posted something about that. I think I posted something like that um um that it's going to be a difficult future, 
uh, in finding someone. I forgot what the real was now. It was something funny. It was it was a <laughs> comedic. But and then in the comments section, people were like, "I'm not interested." It was like a hundred comments of people of people connecting to each other. And I think it was this, it was one of the people that commented, "Oh, you should check out Unjected." And then that's Heck when I yeah. saw it. So there you oh, go. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Well, um, I want to just let everybody know that we're also starting, uh, it's going to be called The Unjected Show, and it's going to actually debut two days from now on Friday. And uh, we have a toll-free number that you guys can actually call in live on the show and tell us stories or ask for advice. We're going to kind of make it like a remake of uh, like the classic Love Line, if you remember with like Dr. <laughs> Drew, Adam Carolla. So yeah, yes. you just call in you know tell us what the hell has happened to you over the past few years and we'll all you know get some laughs out of it it might be some sad stories there might be some happy stories uh but we hope it'll be a really uh kind of fun way to connect with people so it'll be yeah one eight three 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 inject and it's going to be friday evenings at uh, 8 p.m central time so you guys can give us a jingle anytime and um of course we we have the website uh, always available to you guys resources anytime injected.com. <laughs> yes. Make sure you guys, if you are in pursuit of your soul mate or soul person, um, the injected soul person or yes, what friends or businesses <laughs> or that too, or right? A blood donor or a sperm donor. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's all, all of the above. Uh, go to un <laughs> really? Everything. Oh, I'm, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Short story, funny story here. I actually had a, a, a an a eye infection, and uh, we had a a, a neighbor that is our friend, and she's like, "Oh, I'm because she's breastfeeding." The liquid gold. Little, it literally is. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to say, I put breast milk on my eye, and it worked. No, that's a literally. smart move. That's a smart like, move. Like like instantly, I the do pressure. It to my family on the daily. I'm like squirting them. <laughs> 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 I, I got my I three wanna... old. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, my cheeks are hurting from laughing. Oh my gosh, that is funny. Wow. Thank you. Unjected.com. Uh, Unject. Um, it's a uh, uh, on Instagram. It's Unjected Official. Yes. Right? Yes. Make sure you guys check it out. She's got a bunch of good stuff there, and uh, <laughs> yeah, go on there and 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 re research resource. It's a resource to use. Yes. Yes. Yay. Thank you, Shelby. Thank, Thank you, you everyone Anna. for watching. Uh, and always remember, gamify your abundance. Love you guys.